Good afternoon. It's just gone 12 p.m. and that means it's time for the MoneyWeb at Midday Show. I'm Warren Thompson. Remember, this show is being brought to you by Chartered Accountants of South Africa. Uh, coming up on the show, we've got an interesting situation developing around Marion Roberts uh, with Aton uh, having already acquired 33% of the shares of the business. And now it looks, uh, appears to be uh, they will be acquiring some of the shares from Alan Gray uh, and making an offer, being forced to make an offer to the rest of shareholders at 15 rand a share. Uh, so a little bit earlier this morning, I caught up with CEO Henry Loss. He makes the case uh, that uh, Marion Roberts is undervalued at the moment and the offer undervalues the company. Uh, so we'll get into some of his reasons in just a few minutes. And then joining me in studio, we have Chantal Marks from Ashburton Investments. She'll be taking us through uh, what's going on at Marion Roberts from her perspective, as well as some of the new listings taking place. Uh, certainly console is going to pique the interest of many uh, an institutional investor and perhaps uh, many retail investors who use their products on a daily basis. So we'll be chatting to Chantal about that just after the break. MoneyWeb has a unique opportunity for financial advisors. Through our Click and Advisor offering, advisors can interact with a growing investor-based audience and attract new clients. To find out more, visit www.moneyweb.co.za. All right, further to that uh, development around uh, what could be or it seems to be panning out as a hostile takeover. Uh, Marion Roberts trading up uh, 1% at the moment to 14.43 a share. Uh, I spoke to Henry Loss, the CEO, uh, to get his reasons as to why he thinks the offer by Aton undervalues the business. This is what he had to say. Thank you, Warren. Yes, as you know, as soon as they breach the 35%, uh, then the dietary offer is then, then kicks in. And that would happen should they acquire the shareholding or half of Alan Gray's uh, shareholding in Marion Roberts. Our understanding is that uh, there's an agreement between Alan Gray and Aton that uh, should the offer open, that Alan Gray would sell those shares, which then means that the mandatory offer is in play. Our understanding is that the offer circular will be posted tomorrow or even today, but that the offer would open tomorrow on Friday. Whether that's going to happen, uh, we're, not, uh, we're pretty sure it will happen, but we will have to wait and see whether it actually does happen. But the offer would be at 15 rands per share. That is what was indicated to us by Aton. So uh, is that 15 rand a share that they've offered uh, Alan Gray and will offer the rest of shareholders in the company? That's correct. Okay, they're going to, you anticipate that they will uh, uh, publish that circular either today or tomorrow, uh, and then obviously shareholders will have the choice as to whether or not they would like to uh, accept that offer. Um, you yes. are, the management of Murray and Roberts are currently opposed to the transaction at the moment. Just give us your reasons for that. Warren, I think just to get it technically correct, uh, in a scenario like this, the board of the company needs to appoint an independent board that needs to advise uh, shareholders. So the independent board yesterday put out a view that, in their view, supported by work that was done by an independent expert, which is BDO in this instance, that the fair range in the view of the independent board is between 20 and 22 rands a share. So we think that the timing of this offer by Aton is extremely opportunistic and it materially undervalues our share. Uh, you will recall that uh, as late as November last year, we were trading at about 17 rands a share. And at the time that the offer was made, we were trading below 10 rands per share. And for that reason, we say it is extremely opportunistic. Uh, I think where, where there is some um, confusion in the market around the valuation of Marine Roberts is 
Martin Roberts is no longer a traditional construction company, and we have deliberately transformed over the past few years to become a multinational engineering and services group. Unfortunately for our shareholders, the company's share price does not yet reflect this embedded value following this transformation, and the share is just anchored to the valuations of its legacy peer group in the heavy construction segment of the JSE. I think that's where the, where the issue lies. It is the, the valuation which is applied by the market to our share, which is then, uh, as I said, is anchored to the legacy peer group in the heavy construction segment of the JSE. But the value, the value which the independent board has put forward a range of 20 to 22 rands a share, uh, from a management point of view, I'm fully supportive of that value range. Okay, so just uh, so your gripe, as far as I understand it, is is really around the price at the moment. Are there any aspects uh, of what Aton may intend to do with Marion Roberts that that you're opposed to or you, you do not agree with? Well, they haven't shared uh, their strategy with us, and for us at this stage, it is really more about the price. And as you know, with shareholders, if there's an offer on the table, uh, we must give uh, the shareholders the opportunity to decide how they would like to respond to that offer. Uh, but from, a, from a, a, a management point of view, we do know that Aton owns a mining company called Redpath, which is very similar to our underground mining platform. And, and the intention, I believe, will probably be to integrate that with the group. Okay, so uh, so if I've heard you correctly, you would like to see uh, Aton up the offer to, uh, at the very least, uh, somewhere between that range that BDO has stip- stipulated as fair value. Yeah, this this range of 20 to 22 rands per share was not the BDO range. The BDO range is slightly different to that, but that is the range that was put forward by the independent board. But I can say that that value range is supported by the BDO report. Okay, just uh, can you give us a little bit more color then? You know, obviously investors sitting here now seeing the share price uh, which closed yesterday. Sorry, we're, we're open already. So it's up uh, 1.2% to 14.44. Uh, to what do you attribute the difference between the uh, what what BDO have considered a fair range and why the market uh, only values your business at 14 rand a share at the moment? Well, I think the biggest the biggest uh, reason for that is is the fact that that the market still views Marine Roberts uh, as a heavy construction uh, company, which we no longer are. And I think if you look at the, the group's most recent financial performance alone, that sets apart from those peers, uh, those legacy peers. Uh, and I think that is what the issue is. Okay. Um, so we're going to wait. Uh, we're going to wait for the circular. Are you are you going to be making uh, any, any other presentations to the investment community uh, regarding uh, what you know, supporting uh, the the view certainly of BDO that uh, uh, your business has been mispriced and that the discount uh, you know for investors sitting here should close quickly if the Aton offer were to fall away. Uh, the, the process moving forward from here is uh, there will be the offer circular, as I said, which we do expect to come out today. And then there is a response circular that needs to be prepared by the independent board uh, in response to this offer. And uh, the offer will remain open for 20 business days, or 30 business days, my apologies, 30 business days, which will take us deep into, into May. Um, but before then, certainly before the 7th of May, uh, the independent board will respond with a response circular, and there will be a lot of detail in that response circular, specifically referring to the value range of 20 to 22 rands a share. Is that uh, BDO report uh, public yet, uh, Henry? 
No, it's not a public report. It's a report which is which is prepared uh, uh, specifically for use and consideration by the independent board. But what BDO would do is they would write a letter that will be incorporated in the response circular that will come out uh, in due course. Okay, so so uh, certainly what you're saying is shareholders will not be able to view the, the report compiled by BDO, uh, but uh, you will provide information uh, along a similar parallel to support why you think the offer is undervalued. Yes, but as, as I said, from BDO, BDO themselves will uh, include a section in the response circular, which will be their letter um, supporting their value range. Okay. But I don't think it will be a complete report. A complete report has got a lot, lot of detail and um, information to it, which I don't think is all relevant. How how value uh, valuation was determined and all the finest detail, but uh, all the concluding comments will certainly be incorporated in their letter. That was Henry Last, the CEO of Murray and Roberts. We did ask Aton if they wanted to uh, appear on the show today. Uh, they've declined thus far, but they did provide us with a statement, which I'll read to you now. As stated in our firm intention, firm intention announcement dated 23 March 2018, Aton intends making a cash offer at a price of 15 Rand per share, which is 56.4% above the closing price of Murray and Roberts shares as at the 22nd of March 2018 and 42.4% above the 30-day volume-weighted average price of the Murray and Roberts share as at 22 March 2018. Aton still believes that our cash offer of 15 Rand a share will provide Marion Roberts shareholders with the opportunity to re- realize significant and attractive value and crystallize this value in cash. This view is demonstrated by two top 10 shareholders having sold or agreed to sell a total of 10, well, 9.6% of the issued share capital of Marion Roberts to Aton at 15 Rand a share. Um, we will uh, in due course engage with Aton and get their... Uh, uh, response to developments as those circulars come out. Um, after the break, we'll chat, uh, catch up with the markets with Chantal Marks from Ashburton Investments. All right, uh, back for the markets today. The JSC All Share Index is recovering uh, after taking a beating over the last few days. It's up uh, 2% uh, this morning. Industrials are up uh, nearly 2%. Financials having a great day, up over 2.25%. It's just gold mining that's in the red at the moment, down one, uh, one and a bit percent. Resources up 2% as well. Uh, Interesting to see Xaro and Sunlum behind Nuspers as the most uh, value traded or most uh, value traded uh, shares on the JSC this morning. And uh, in terms of the currencies, uh, the rand is trading at 11.91 to the US dollar, 16.75 to the pound, and 14.63 to the euro. It's made a few, a uh, few small losses there. Gold at 1,327.48 uh, an ounce, and platinum and palladium uh, having a mixed day. Platinum down 1.2 percent at 912 dollars, and palladium marginally in the green at 930 dollars. And here to discuss developments with me is Chantal Marks in studio. Good to have you with us, Chantal. Hi, yeah. Happy Thursday. Nothing like a bit of a hostile takeover to get the uh, the blood going on the JSC today. Yeah, I mean, thankfully we do have that hostile takeover because it's been very quiet this week. Uh, it's kind of like the hangover after the results uh, season, I guess. 
Um, your thoughts on the Murray and Roberts and the offer made by Aton? Yeah, it's pretty difficult to say because there's, because earnings visibility is so poor in, in the company at the moment. Um, 15 Rand might be a relief to shareholders who've been hanging on to the share for a very long time with almost nothing happening. Um, but I do take management's point that we are at the beginning of, of a CapEx expansion um, in South Africa, especially, uh, especially on the mining side. And, and I mean, they've been they've been putting out Sen's announcement saying we won this contract and we've got contracts over there and all the rest of it. But still, it's difficult to quantify. It's difficult to know what margins these contracts are at. And, and perhaps 15 Rand is a relief for shareholders who are a bit tired of it all. Are you going to uh, put um, attribute much weight to that uh, announcement by Henry last that uh, they had got BDO to provide a fair and reasonable uh, report which indicates the share price was uh, undervalued because they think the share is worth between 20 to 22 rand. Do you, would you place a lot of value on that without seeing that report? Yeah, it's difficult to place value on it if you haven't seen it. What are their underlying assumptions? I mean, ultimately, you need to know exactly what was assumed um, before you can say, well, this is this is reasonable. So unless they are willing to disclose at least a little bit of that report, it's difficult to put any weight on it. Um, at least we know that they've got a good reputation um, and, and yeah, 20 to 22 rand doesn't sound ridiculous if you make very aggressive assumptions around um, both economic growth and the CAPEX cycle. Obviously, uh, in the case of many uh, small and mid-cap shares, uh, perhaps there's not as much institutional coverage of the shares. There's not as many people looking at it and trying to gauge fair value. Yeah. Uh, Murray and Roberts, I understand, uh, does have uh, is covered by the sell side. Uh, so when you get a discount as large as this between the share price and the perceived fair value, um, you, you, you alluded to the lack of earnings visibility as being one reason that th- that uh, might be uh, true or might explain the, the divergence. Are there, are there any other reasons why uh, the market m- might not be viewing Murray and Roberts in the same way as, as BDO has? Yeah, I mean, as the CEO mentioned, um, it is to a certain extent, still, still kind of lumped in with the rest of the construction sector. So it trades on similar PEs. Um, and then, of course, you also have, they have been changing the business quite a bit. And it's it's very difficult once you've sold off half of your business for the market to say, okay, well, this little portion is going to look like this in the next three years. It really is about earnings visibility, ultimately, um, in, in my mind. Uh, but there might be there might be other reasons as well, like, like you mentioned. Okay, just uh, maybe turning our attention to a new listing that's coming. Uh, we've got uh, Consul coming. Uh, very dominant in the glass business in South Africa. Yeah, they're the, they've got a they've got a three times larger market share than any other player in the glass business in South Africa. Huge clients like uh, Distal, AB InBev, Diageo, um, and then they've also got smaller operations in Kenya and and Nigeria, but also very good market positions in in those areas. Um, The listing just comes out of uh, a private equity type background. I know Brait is one of the largest shareholders. Um, You'll recall it was delisted in 2007. Typically, these private equity structures hold for about 10 years. So just uh, coming back to the market, relisting, um, raising some money in order to pay to pay down debt to these uh, private equity shareholders. Um, and then we'll see where it goes from there. Any idea what uh, price it's going to list at at the moment? They've given a fairly wide uh, range at this point. Yeah, so they haven't given anything specific, but from what we're picking up from um, the rest of the market, um, if it is valued at around about the same level as NAMPAC, you're looking at about $7 billion, um, from a market cap perspective. And if it if it trades closer to its international peers, it'll be closer to about $15 billion. Um, our guess is it'll be somewhere in between because this is a pure glass business. NAMPAC has lots of 
packaging and stuff in between there and, and very specific issues in terms of repatriating cash, um, tax rates increasing and, and so on. And the international peers, again, trade in very very mature, sophisticated market, whereas Consul is still actively pursuing a growth strategy in Africa, which we know is a lot more risky. Okay, so quite an interesting business, though. very dominant market position in South Africa with uh, some growth opportunities uh, on the continent, bit of risk there, obviously, when they when they undertake that. So that's going to be very interesting to see uh, how that develops. And then uh, obviously, just a, a quick word on, on the on the trade war, where where are we with uh, Mr. Trump versus China? Yeah, so it seems as if the market is taking a bit of a breather today. I mean, you would have seen that gold is the only thing that's down. Um, so so really risk off sentiment at the moment. Um, from what I can pick up, the market participants are saying, well, the implementation date is still quite a bit um, away. And Mr. Trump may have gotten a bit of a scare from what the Chinese have, have said. So there is still room for negotiation. And the expectation is that 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 once they sit around the negotiating table, they should be able to come to a, to a more favorable conclusion for the globe as a whole. I mean, we really do not want to be in a trade war. It is very unfavorable um, for the entire world. Okay, great. So we'll uh, we'll have to leave it there, Chantal. But thanks very much for your time today. Pleasure. That was Chantal Marks from Ashburton Investments. Remember, this show is being brought to you by Chartered Accountants of South Africa, leaders in business. Numerology studies tell us that numbers have symbolic meaning. Number eight stands for success, four is stability, and three represents advantage. These qualities, over and above trust, ethics and leadership, are embraced by CASA, the leading accounting, auditing and tax business designation underpinned by ethical standards, delivering responsible business leadership to take your business to number one. Because business is more than just numbers. CASA, leaders in business. Right, that brings us to the end of another MoneyWeb at Midday show. Remember, uh, English and Afrikaans speaking radio shows kick off at 6 p.m. this evening uh, on SAFM and RSG respectively. I'll also be hosting the Classic Business Show on Classic uh, 1027, so look out for that. That'll start at 5.30 until the same time tomorrow when Nastasha takes over. Uh, We'll be back soon. Cheers for now. 